This is the Food Scientist Podcast. I am your host, Amy Zajac. I'm here with Danny Sussman. This is Danny Sussman. Uh, introduced first for probably the eighth week in a row, so I'm really appreciating you, Amy. Yep. And Brian Pierce. The second banana. It's fine. No resentment. Uh, technically third, because Amy comes first. Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, unless, like, she's the gorilla and we're the bananas. Hmm. Hmm. I'm let's just not, not going to comment on that at all. Yeah, let's not dig too deep into that. No. Welcome to no. the food scientists. We're all here. That's the message. And uh, we'll have news and experiences. Then we have some new hostess snack cakes. We have some uh, grilled meat lays, uh, international lays, and international American style cookies. Very interesting stuff. 3D oh, right. lays from Thailand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, I just have a little footnote from last week because I was very much thrown for a loop with the chili mango because it was spelled C-H-I-L-E, like the country. And I think you pointed out, wait, isn't it C-H-I-L-I, like the pepper? Shouldn't it be that? And like all this information was jumping around in my head. I was like, well, no, in Spanish. Then I was like, wait, no, because I've seen it, you know, spelled and this is an American product, so it should be C-H-I-L-I. If you uh, look at the word Chile in Spanish, they do spell it C-H-I-L-E. So they were just taking the traditional Spanish spelling of that. And there were pictures of chili peppers on the bag, not the country. Right. But typically you would use the American spelling. They just, yeah. and that's, that's what threw me for a loop. I was like, wait, I, I had conflicting things of both spellings going on in my head and I couldn't recognize right. So did they use the, so now this is weighing on me. Did they use the American or the Spanish spelling of mango? Oh, that's a great question. I have a coworker I have for the last uh, four years. Uh, his name is Magno. And it took me forever to get it right in my head, not to call him mango. So like that, that word is just hard for me in general too, to say. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I have follow-up from last week in news. Oh, go for it. Yeah. So last week, right, uh, the the Pearson's nut roll took down the payday. Yes. In our uh, evil twin game. Well, this week, Pearson's nut roll came back and was like, that win is not enough. And I think they're out to defeat both of you because they're introducing two new limited edition flavors. They're introducing the spicy nut roll Ooh. which Who sounds delicious that? not me uh, i was i think amy was <laughs> yeah spicy nuts are good yeah and and then um for amy to take down amy they're coming out with a cinnamon churro nut roll which i'm I, also excited for that sounds really good tastes good while it kills me versus coffee which would just be horrible it's really surprising to me that at this stage in the game that Pearson's has decided we're going to just go out there with flavors and they're not just going to do like chocolate or they have that. Yeah. There's a, the chocolate. That. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. They're, not, they're not doing just traditional flavors though. Like you might think maybe they do a strawberry cream or, or something. No, they're going out there and they're doing something that other candy bars are not doing. They're doing a cinnamon <laughs> a specialty flavor and a uh, spicy, which I appreciate it. They're go big or go home. Yeah, and I think that they're going to end up going home with these, but at least they're trying. <laughs> I think that uh, I, I'm excited 
I might just go knock on their factory door again and ask for samples. I've done that before. I did that with my dad. Do you have tours? And that was like, uh, my dad is always a thinker, right? Because we went to their factory, knocked on the door. Do you guys have tours? And they're like, no, we don't. And him always on his toes was like, well, do you have samples? And they were like, well, yeah, we do. And we'll be right back. And they loaded us up with uh, like nut goodies and nut rolls. Like we ended up with a lot of Pearson's candies. So I'm not saying everybody should go down West 7th and St. Paul to their factory and be like Pops to Sus says you'll give out samples. But like (laughs) if you try, it might work. I'm gonna well, go I there. have uh, less local, less exciting news. Uh, <laughs> DiGiorno Pizza, in honor of National Donut Day, is coming out with a DiGiorno nut. It, well, it's only uh, for, uh, they're raffling them off, so to speak, uh, via a social media on uh, June 4th, which is National Donut Day. But here's the thing, and I'll show a picture to those watching, if it will focus. I mean, while it does kind of look donut-like, it's definitely more bagel because it's pizza. It's stuffed with mozzarella cheese and topped with sauce, more cheese, and pizza toppings. Wow, that that is right on the heels of that croissant crust. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the... It's quite a uh, giveaway, so we should all probably enter. The the dough is really what's going to you know, signify, is this closer to a bagel, croissant, or donut? Because if it is cakey, I mean, that could be interesting. I don't... Well, they call it... Another article calls it a savory treat. Well, yeah. That... Hmm. I mean, can you just put tomato sauce on and cheese on anything and call it a, a blank pizza, right? Like, you put sauce and cheese on a, a bagel, it's a pizza bagel. Like, I mean, you could put sauce and cheese on a dog and have, like, a pizza dog. Right? I mean, they, like a hot are... dog, not like that, not like Rover, like a hot dog, right? There's the pizza burger where you put tomato sauce and mozzarella on a hamburger. I guess you could put it on a a donut. People are like, spraying on cheese on Oreos and saying it tastes like cheesecake. So I guess they're doing anything these days. Yeah, well, it has to be strong enough to hold cheese inside of it and cheese and sauce and toppings on top. I don't think that can be donut dough. I don't think it ha- well, I mean, it, that's assuming it actually does hold it. They're only making like six of them. So they don't no, have to. they're really making a few it. dozen, uh, but they're only for giveaway. Tw- Twitter yeah, suit. that's what I'm saying. There's so Each few. Each winner gets six. And then yeah. you have to heat them in the oven. It'll be interesting to hear. I hope we hear some reviews from people who have tried those because I would like to hear how quality that is. Maybe one of the winners will put it on YouTube, and maybe that winner will be us. <sighs> Maybe. I don't know if I need that. (laughs) We'll see. All right. I have less exciting news, too, this week. I guess it was a slow news week. (laughs) (laughs) I have another news item after yours to try to make up for Brian. Okay, good, good. Well, uh, summer is basically here, and uh, Bud Light is coming out with a specialty pack of their flavored hard seltzer. Uh, it's they're calling it a summer limited edition tie dye pack. The flavors are going to be cherry limeade, blue raspberry, and summer ice. I'm not sure what summer ice tastes like, but um, I don't know. I mean, Bud Light is not really 
it has a flavor to it. So if you like that flavor, I guess if you want that flavor, which has carried over to their hard seltzer, the aftertaste, maybe these will be to your liking, but I don't know. That's something maybe I'll try it. Maybe not. I won't be heartbroken if I don't. I have something I know you won't try. Oh, what's that? So you remember our beloved Heinz saucy sauces? Yes. Try as I might to forget. Yes. Well, news for you. They have three new flavors coming just to Canada that are inspired by Canadians. So Ooh. strap in Canada for what you have inspired. Are you ready, Brian? I'm ready. Flavor number one, Hanch. Ham hot and sauce. ranch. Oh. Hot <laughs> sauce. Yeah. Hot sauce and ranch. I can see that. You ready for number two? Well, no, but uh, it doesn't matter. Wasabioli, which is wasabi plus garlic aioli to give oh, you okay. wasabioli. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, wasabioli. And like they, they didn't, they didn't even try to shorten that. No. <laughs> make it it's make super. It, you the picture of the the bottle of it. It's like super. Like they have to use a smaller font for it, um, and then. You know, sometimes you take these two things and like you can figure out what it is and you know, but then it still means it still sounds like something else. Uh, this last one falls into that category. Tarchup, which is tartar sauce and ketchup. But mm -hmm. to me, it sounds like it's just going to be like road tar and ketchup. <laughs> but yeah, tarchup. For me, it probably won't taste that different. It'll probably be more like the special sauce on several hamburgers because it's going to have mayo, ketchup, relish, and stuff in it. Because yeah, tartar so sauce is mayo, relish, uh, and some other things. Yes, it will have some other things in it to be tarchup. So, yeah, tarchup, wasabioli, and hanch. And are Canadians really known for hot sauce, wasabi, and tartar sauce? These are inspired by Canadians, according to the press release. So, at so, least three Canadians are. So somewhere they There's were no like maple in there. They were inspired. Like Canadians inspired them, and they were like, you know, what we should do is uh, put some ketchup in our tartar sauce. Mm. Mm. Why couldn't they make like a poutine sauce? Yeah, I think that's called gravy, Brian. Oh, I yeah, they should just make gravy. You know what? Yeah, that's I what think they, they do. <laughs> gravy. Um, you know what it would have ended up with though is it would have been granch, which is gravy in ranch. And I don't think you want Granch. No, that sounds like you should see a doctor if you have that. Yeah. Came down with a case of the Granch. Yeah. A Grayo. Yeah, no, Granch. Gravy and mayo. I think you'd have to call it Granch. Well, I don't if want you have, if you have, <laughs> but if you But then you would have Hanch, Cranch, and Granch. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe that'll come out now. You can make your own. If you uh, get the American Cranch and then you go to Canada and get some Hanch, then you can come home and make your own Granch and then FMK them. Great chup. Yeah. Okay, that's the news. Let's get yeah, out of here. Yeah, I think we're ready to move on to experiences. Yes, and I have none, so I'm punting back to you guys. Mm. All right. Well, it was kind of a uh, hashtag blessed week on Team Brian here. Uh -oh. And I hope I hope this is a trend that is picking up because I went out uh, and socialized for a friend's birthday in a restaurant. What? 
for the first time in like <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> um, but it was uh, in our chat, uh, Heather B, it was her birthday. So everyone wish uh, Heather a belated birthday. Um, okay, so I got, it was brunch. So I got breakfast, which came with the side of toast. And they're asking me what kind I want. And they're listing white or like the standard things. Mm -hmm. Then they say yeah. English muffin, which I'm like, mm. then they say, or a biscuit. I'm like, yeah. biscuit? Yes, please. That's that's the definite winner. And then a few days later, I uh, am at a Wendy's near breakfast time, and I decide to open up the app, got some great deals, got one of their combos. What was I able to get instead of some of their seasoned potatoes? Another biscuit. So wow. I, I hope that biscuits as a side is becoming a thing because that would make me so happy. Yeah, your yeah. biscuit at brunch looked good. It was even slightly toasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the Pepper Mill in Las Vegas, if you uh, make them list everything, you'll find out that uh, as a substitute for toast, you can get a blueberry muffin. Yes, yes. And I'm sure it's gigantic because it is just, yeah. yeah, that is. I always you know what? I always do that when they're like uh, for the side of toast. I almost always make them list all of the breads they have because you will get like the gem of the English muffin every now and then you'll get like a good cinnamon bread out of that. Yeah, like you find out like that the kitchen's been stashing away something like I was just never assume that the only choices are white or wheat. Ask because yeah, that's a place to mine for gold. Exactly, I was expecting white wheat, maybe oat, multigrain, pumpernickel, maybe, but never, never like a, a actual. Biscuit. Sometimes an English muffin, sometimes, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you have to ask what yeah. kind of toast. What do you have? And then you'll be delighted. Uh, by a surprise, not every time, yeah, but many hopefully, times. Hopefully, you'll be delighted. So, I think that's a good pro tip. Ask, ask, yeah. even something as mundane as toast, you never know what options they'll have. For you, you know what else sometimes you can do? Sometimes okay. they'll give you pancakes. I've I have never that understood that when you can get a side of something and the options are something like toast or pancakes, like that, that's not an equal. <laughs> No, but that's again, that's why you have to ask mm -hmm. because if pancakes are an option for your toast, get the cakes. Or you can have Danny disappointed in you and, and have your uh, hash browns swapped out for pancakes. Yeah. That's what I did at a local restaurant here. Yeah. Like with that has the best, like Brian and I bonded over that because he was looking for fantastic afternoon hash browns. And I'm like, oh my God, the best hash browns in town 24 7. You need to go there. And Amy was like, oh, I'll take your mediocre pancakes over the hash browns. <laughs> so yeah, I judged you. But there's so many of them, you can never finish them. But when they replace. No, you can never finish them. Thank you, Dave. Replace the hash browns with pancakes. Just to tell you how much hash browns they are, they replace them with four pancakes. Not one. Yeah. Not, it, like, pan, big pancakes. Yeah. And you know what? You should have gotten the hash browns. And they and were I'm really good. I'm still going to judge you. Brian, pancakes or hash browns? Uh, well, it depends on the location. But, yeah, hash browns is a good bet. Yeah. Especially, like, if you add onions and cheese to them. Like, come on. Anyways, my Anything. news. Shall we move? Oh, you have more news. That's right. I, we're not news. My experience. Yes, experience. So, you know, we lost our beloved fairs last year, but the Minnesota State Fair this weekend is doing their kickoff to summer, which is basically like a very much scaled down version of the fair to kind of test out the fair too. So I went yesterday and um, you know, a lot of the favorite fair vendors were there. And... I made a choice that I was going to get like, cause it was like all of the, 
the big main vendors. But I'm like, I'm going to get the fair foods that I don't normally get because I usually go for some of the deeper cuts that I can only get there and bypass some of the more common fair foods. And um, maybe one of you can defend this food because I got it and I still don't understand the point. I got a foot long corn dog. Okay. And Real corn why? dog or like a pronto pup? No, I, I said corn dog. If I got a pronto pup, I would have said I had a pronto well, some pup. Some people call yeah. those corn dogs. Yes, I know that. And those people are monsters. Thank you. Okay, Danny, here's the thing. Okay. The star, the real star of the state fair is not the food itself. It's how it's battered. Yeah. So when you're getting a foot long corn dog, you're getting more batter. So that's really the point of it, in my opinion. You get the nice, crispy, greasy, fatty cornbread and the, assuming it's at least a decent hot dog in the middle. I just, I, there's well, not I a, a hot dog hot in the dog, world. There's not a, a hot, hot dog, dog in the world that needs cornbread around it. Oh, I would, I would rather have, I'm going to tell you right now, I would rather have a solid hush puppy and a corn dog than I'm sorry, a, a solid hush puppy and a hot dog. Give me give me a well-done hush puppy, which is my cornbread turned up and fried, and give me like a good hot dog, which is an enjoyable experience in a bun. But to like combine the two, I obviously I love hush puppies, the, but they are not the same as cornbread. No, and and a corn dog's breading is not the same as cornbread either. Right. Now, Danny, I'm gonna use condiment logic here. Yeah. If food is good on its own, it doesn't need anything. Right. But a hot dog usually could benefit from something. It does depend. If you get a good quality hot dog, then no, I would say no, you don't need that better. Just you know, whatever with yeah. it. But typically I have found that they can benefit from whatever you want to put around it. <laughs> yeah. I I will say this. As a corn dog lover. At a fair, at the Minnesota State Fair, I don't want a foot-long corn dog because you've wasted too much stomach space and there's so much more food to go. It, it, a smaller one wouldn't have made a difference. Because like every single, like I was like, you know what? This foot-long corn dog probably needed about 12 inches less corn dog. Mm. I don't know. I, I just, you know what? You'll never sell me on corn dogs. Your complaint is about corn dogs in general. not Yes, that was my question. Yes, my question was, what is the point of a corn dog? Like why I would it was you do that? The point of a foot long. No, no. What's the point of a corn dog? The fact that it was a foot long just extended the like pondering of what is the point of this. Now I just want hush puppies. Yeah. Right. Oh man, no, I, want, I've been, I want mini corn dogs. I've been making hush puppies at home, just getting like the frozen ones and throwing them in the air fryer. Mm. It's a well. Maybe well, we got the next best thing. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe the new coffee cakes, the cream cheese coffee cakes will taste like hush puppies. They won't, but maybe they'll be good. Right, so they come in the package, they, they come individually wrapped as you would expect from a snack cake. Now, there's not cream cheese on top of these. It just says on the box, made with real cream cheese. Well, so there's cream cheese involved in this. There is... Somewhere. Somewhere on the top, I think. And no high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Made with real cream cheese. Yeah, it's kind of cakey. Yeah, I'm mm. going to try it. Yeah. This is heavier than it seems like it should be. Yeah, it really tastes more like a pound cake. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not really tasting cream cheese as much as just straight up sugar. This is, uh, dude, mine has like a, it has a cheesecake undertone. This is like a hostess cake. Like cream cheese. This is a cheesecake and a snack cake. Had a little bit too much to drink. We're like, ah, we don't need to worry about that. It will be fine. And then all of a sudden, nine months later, here's these. Really? A snack cake has a gestation period that's the same as humans? I didn't know that. You learn something on the show. It is. <laughs> uh, I like it, though. It kind of reminds me of the cheesecake bites in a blizzard when they have their cheesecake. Hmm. I'm... The powdered topping, crumbly topping, is the cream cheese. I know, because it just broke off and fell everywhere. I am. I don't love cheesecake, mm -hmm. so I really don't know how I feel about that. Like it's okay for what it is, but we also do have the original cinnamon streusel yes. coffee cake, oh. which weighs uh, substantially less per <laughs> cake. Like I felt like I was going to need a second hand to hold that the cream cheese one. This one much lighter. That is true. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. Like you can tell the weight difference there. Mm -hmm. I really smell the cinnamon. Hmm. I do love these. So coming out with the cream cheese version of their mm -hmm. coffee cake, you know, was it necessary? Is this an evil twin? Is it inferior? However, we mm -hmm. want to frame it. I definitely think it's the cream cheese is unique enough. And it, it has the right to exist on its own. I think I would maybe just stick with the original though. Oh, yeah, I much prefer the original. And I like cheesecake and cream cheese Danish and things like that. But this, this powdered version of the cream cheese, I don't like as much. I think I would, um, I like the original more. I would much, if I'm going to have the cream cheese, like Amy said, I think I would prefer like a cream cheese Danish mm -hmm. than this like stealth cream cheese thing. Well, it's just, it's so heavy. It just doesn't feel like, you know, if I have something just quick for breakfast, I don't want it to be something that's this. I will say this, though, Brian. Mm -hmm. If you, for some reason, decided to mix things up and replace the Little Debbie buffet with the Hostess buffet, mm -hmm. I think the cream cheese one has a better place on that buffet. Because the cinnamon streusel one, like... It's not a standout where it's not really going to bring something remarkably different. You know, it's, I feel like the, the density of that cream cheese one, you know, as, as you peruse the hostess buffet, that one's really going to be a nice, nice just addition to your plate where the, the cinnamon streusel is just going to be there. Well, you know, I think of it, if you were at, you know, let's just say a fancier brunch buffet, yeah, at a restaurant, and they but had, not so fancy that they didn't have hostess. No, 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 no I'm not oh. not hostess, but but okay. they just had cinnamon coffee cake mm -hmm. and cream cheese coffee cake. You would think, oh, it, I'm at a fancier place because they have cream cheese coffee cake. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. So I see your point. Like it would stand out more, but I think people would be pleased overall more with the original. Yeah. Yeah, I like either way. Either way, I, do. I don't think. Yeah, I like it, both. I would, I would not turn down either one. No, absolutely not. It, it is good, but it's more. I feel like there there needs to be creativity with the cream cheese ones because I feel like the artistic side 
could come out in me. Like maybe ice cream could go with it because I was thinking blizzards or maybe, um, you know, putting it, uh, get, buying an ice cream like a, that already has things in it and adding it, like sprinkling it on top, crushing it I'll up. I'll fix it for you, Brian. Uh, the cream cheese one is the one you pour alcohol over. Yep, that would work too. See, a lot if of you'd things. you pour, pour rum over that, like it would be harder to make a, the cinnamon strusel one into a booze cake. I mean, you could. Yeah. But the cream cheese one would make cream a real nice booze cake. Chambord, maybe. Because yeah, it's so dense, like it's easier to sop up more. <laughs> Put some rum in that sucker and you're like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get drunk on snack cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need alcohol for that. <laughs> That's true. Oh, boy. But you probably want alcohol with our next thing. Oh, yeah, I'm so we're going to go to Thailand for 3D Lay's barbecue flavored. Uh, they call them 3D Lay's, and I think uh, I am not great with my Thai. Uh, in the United States, these are Lay's poppables, although there are 3D Doritos. But this is Thailand barbecue flavored 3D Lay's. And so they're like these triangular inflated air filled things. They picture have, looks like chicken kebab. But yeah, they have like a texture to them. And in the United States, this episode is being released on Memorial Day, which is famous for barbecues. So we thought so we this would is see a, what this version would taste like. Yeah, this is our uh, the barbecue export in a kind of scary way. They don't exactly smell good. Hmm. Hmm. I like the okay. texture. They're good. I'm I'm going to see what the aftertaste does for me. These are good. They are light and airy and crispy. I like the texture, yeah. And the flavor is, is a good barbecue sauce. It isn't uh it, it isn't too artificial. Does that make sense? Sometimes barbecue yeah. flavors have an artificial taste to them. Is there a hint of chicken? Yeah, there's a little hint of chicken. This definitely makes me want to go out and try the Lay's Poppables. Yeah, I like those. I, yeah. I thought these were going to give us Brian face, but these are actually kind of delightful. Yeah. No, I decided I like everything now. Everything is good, except mayonnaise. Yeah, how do you feel about Tarchum? I'm sure it would be delightful. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you. You, what about Hanch? Mm -mm, bring it mm. on. I mean, it can't be worse than the Cranch was, can it be? I'll probably eat all these. Not right now, but I probably will eat these. Yeah, okay. so good job, International Lays. International Lays can be hit or miss, but these were good. Yeah, I have for a future episode, I got a, a Chinese Lays this week that is blowing my mind i don't understand how it can even exist you but sent us a picture i have no idea what it is so if you want it's, to a, it's chestnut lays interesting all right all right so on a future episode we will have those and see what they're all about yeah so um very interesting well, anyways <laughs> let's have some international cookies international yes, american style american cookies twist. With a twist. So from the UK, we have chocolate M&M's cookies. From India, we have American-style cookies. It's Parle or Parlay, hide-and-seeks. 
And then the world's best molded chocolate chip cookies also from India. So very American cookies, yeah. I, I want to start with the M&Ms. Okay. I, I, I don't know what to make of this double chocolate M&M because well, one, I'm like, why do we not see this in the United States? I mean, it looks like a prepackaged cookie. Yeah, it's a, I mean, anywhere, any bakery, any grocery store, you find M&M cookies. So why doesn't M&Ms just sell their own M&M cookies here more? Right. Available. That would just make sense. Yeah. Oh, I was expecting it to be softer. It's not extremely chocolatey. I mean, it's chocolate, but it's not like in your face chocolate. I think I somebody's... just the question as to why they don't do make their own. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, this is like this is very British too, right? So it's less sweet than American. It says not... double. There's not a lot of M and M's in each cookie, like four. Hmm. Yeah, the I mean, if you had this with tea, it, I'm sure it would be fine. But is yeah, like you said, Danny, it's very much a British style cookie where it is harder and uh, it has that kind of I don't want to say stale. I mean, it has traveled the world to get to us. That's true. So, do you want to try the American style cookie? Yes. Now, the package here says cashew butter cookies. Yeah, I yes. saw that. But it also has a giant American flag. Yes. It says American style cookie. So it's so like peanut India, butter cookie with cashew butter. I think it's just a butter cookie, but made with cashew butter. But we'll find out. Mm-hmm. It's your typical American butter cookie. Yeah. That's good. I'm not really getting like the cashew. No. Maybe a little in the aftertaste. Mm -hmm. These are lovely. I really like this cookie. They're good. You should put the cookie butter on them. I'm a sucker for um, butter cookies, though. Put cookie butter or Nutella on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, I enjoy a nice butter cookie too, but I don't really think of that as American. Right. You know, for them um, to market this as American. Well, it is like, well, there's the very famous Chicago Public Schools butter cookie, but that's a pretty American niche. Is it American due to its size? No, it's American due to its flavor. I did um, get it. There are chunks of cashew in here. I think that's where the flavor is mm -hmm. coming from. It's not the flavor, it's the actual cashew. Now, to me, when I actually think of an American cookie, I think of a chocolate chip cookie. Which? Which they also have, same brand, not the American flavor. But these are the world's finest molded chocolate chip cookies. And when they say molded, what they mean by it is that it is definitely pressed into a shape. It's ridged. Uh, the, the butter cookies were also molded. But these are definitely like crackers that have uh, chocolate chips in them. Yeah, mine are falling apart here when I open them. Oh, these are good. These are really good. A lot of chocolate chips mm -hmm. in them. 
You know what? Chips mm -hmm. Ahoy could learn something from these. I was going to say, there used to be something like this in the United States. Something that was mm. thinner. Maybe I'm just thinking of like a, a Thins version of one of the cookies, but this mm -hmm. isn't bad. I like these a lot. Yeah, this is a solid cookie. I am. Um, there's three of these, and I was thinking I was falling in love with the butter cookie, but now I'm having second thoughts. Mm. So I suppose we could play our game of F. M.K. Frolic with Mary Kill for these three cookies, the M&M's, the cashew butter, and the molded chocolate chip cookie. Hmm. Hmm. I'm torn. I got this. I got this. All right. Okay. I'm going to have to kill the double chocolate M&M cookie because when I think of an M&M cookie, I think of one that comes brush straight out of the oven and it's warm and just tasty goodness and this it, it wasn't what i was expecting so mm -hmm. probably no fault of its own my expectations were different and it did not meet my expectations so i'm gonna have to kill it for that reason you're so nice brian you know it's not me it's not it's you die uh <laughs> i'm going to marry the molded chocolate chip cookie because it met my expectations. I was not expecting a warm, freshly baked chocolate chip cookie that just came out of the oven. I was expecting something different. It is thinner, like a cracker. It's crispy, but that's what I was expecting. And it's really good. It's light. It's not a fake chocolate taste. Me getting hitched. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I'm going to have to frolic with the uh, butter ones because uh, the cashew butter... And we're going to have a nice game of hide-and-seek, and when we find each other, um, you know, we're going to find that uh, nut. Hmm. Okay. Yep. I can go next. Okay. And then I suspect um, Amy is going to end up breaking the tie. I'm also going to kill the Eminem one. I was just saying, it wasn't good. It wasn't like Brian face bad, but it wasn't good. Um, my feelings on the butter cookie and the chocolate chip cookie, you know, I, the butter cookie was kind of a, I loved it right at first. And then I kind of questioned it with the chocolate chip, the molded chocolate chip. But then I came back down to this. I love a good chocolate chip cookie. And this is a good molded chocolate chip cookie, but that means it's a version of a chocolate chip cookie. And as much as I enjoy the molded chocolate chip cookie, I still would prefer just the original big old soft chocolate chip cookie. So I will frolic with this one. I'm gonna enjoy it, but I know I'm not getting the original chocolate chip cookie. I'm getting a, a ver the, the best of the spin-offs. It's very good. I'm still gonna enjoy it, but I'm also gonna be like, this is like, you know, a version of that. Whereas, I totally get that. You know, a marriage, yeah. you know, it won't be as happy because it's making you think of mm -hmm. something longing for something else. I'll always be thinking of those, that big, like the size of my face chocolate chip cookie. That, like, it's warm and it's soft and oh, it's so luscious. Anyways, I'm going to breathe. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to marry the, um, the cashew butter cookie. You know what? This is 
It's just a, a really nice cookie. You know what? I can be happy with this for a long time. I'm not thinking of some other butter cookie. It's got the, it's, it's a little nutty, which, you know, for me, that's kind of a bonus. Um, and so I'm going to marry it. Yeah, it's it's been a hard choice. I mean, I'm killing the M&M cookie. That's so easy. who was right, Amy? Which one of yeah. us? And I, it's a toss-up for me. Both are good. Both are really good. But um, this week, I think Brian's Brian and I got are it. The, Brian and I were on the edge of our seats. Hmm. I would marry the chocolate chip cookie. It's just so darn good. Mm-hmm. I mean, at first I thought the the cashew butter, because it's good on its own, it would be good with spreads, it would be good. But I'm like, if I have to dress it up a lot, maybe maybe it's not the long-term one. Ooh, you know what I'm going yeah. mean to say about all these? Like, <clears throat> these came in, like, little individual packs of, like, a dozen little cookies. India's got it going on in the, these cookie packs. Because we don't really have any, like, you can get, like, the little tube of Oreos, mm-hmm. but this is kind of, like, a little bit of magic in the packaging size, in the cookie itself. I'm a little jealous of India. Do they have the size on any of uh, I think it's, like, Girl Scouts, one package. Okay, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Because that, yeah. that would be my suggestion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever it is, like you could share this with your family. There's enough, but why would you? Why? Yeah, no, family, buy your own. If you don't have money, get a job. Yeah, no, these come in like packs of like three, like individually wrapped tubes. So, yeah, if you're by your local uh, Indian grocery store, go in there, look for the hide and seek cookies, and buy all of them because they are delicious. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, just have the mindset of you're not getting a traditional American cookie. You're you're getting the flag may say otherwise (laughs) because it's blasted in a big old American flag, American style cookie. But it's just that just means it's magic. And for real, you know, if you're like I don't have any international markets near me, I bet you do. If you live in any decent sized city, I bet you do. As I've said before, I had no idea how many were near me within five miles. Right, I knew <laughs> so. like of one or two. And then once you start looking, once you mm-hmm. start paying attention, it's like, oh, yeah, they're everywhere. I I was in a very small town in Minnesota yesterday. Like uh, my adventure involved turning off the paved road uh, to buy a plant. But that's a whole other thing. But on my way home, uh, it I passed like... Uh, and it was a halal grocery store, and like I saw it from the si- on the side of the highway as I'm driving by, and it took everything I had to not like pull over and like get the next exit and go back to see what I could find for uh, the podcast. But I had places to go, I had a <laughs> state fair to get to, <laughs> and so, we know nothing would keep you away from that. Oh no, nope, not at all. Um, I, I ran into someone I knew at the fairgrounds, and their response was. I just kind of assumed since we were coming here that you would be here. And I was like, yeah, I spent the pandemic just boring a tunnel from my house (laughs) to here. So now when there's an event, I just have a place in my house and I say a magic word and the floor falls out and I go through and I pop up right here at the fair. It was a good project. I'm very proud of the work. I won't tell you the secret word because I can't have that. They'll come and destroy the tunnel. If you're not prepared for a fall too, like 
you could hurt. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah, you absolutely have to brace yourself. I mean, I did the tunnel. It is not a smooth ride. It's a liability, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) On that note. Okay. Yeah. I think that's our episode this week. Now, we may or may not be taking a little summer hiatus here, a week or more, sometime in the next month. Don't worry about us if you don't see us for a bit. We will be. Yeah. Don't worry. The chestnut potato chips will be Mm -hmm. here when we come back. We're not getting any fresher. Thanks for listening, everybody. And have a great weekend. Bye. Bye, everyone.